Distorted View Daily proudly presents Masturbating with Origel. Alright, this is the window liquor. And I'm about to pull off a stunt for the Distorted View show. As you can see here, my penis is absolutely small. Yeah, small penis. The stunt that I'm going to be doing is uh, masturbating with a lube, but it's a particular lube of choice. Origin. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can see why now that this is a stunt. Um, so, first of all, I'm just going to get my little penis up. This is not my masturbating hand. <laughs> So it's not working too well. Hang on. Wake him, wake him up. All right. Here we go. Oh, God, Tim, I hate you. Smear it all in there. Uh, holy shit, my uh, bladder is fucking up right now. It's Sunday, February 7th, 2021, coming up on the program today. If you start shitting out of a second asshole, yeah, go see your doctor. Plus, playing a pussy speculum like a flute, Alex Jones is the front man for a heavy metal band, and why you shouldn't use Gorilla Glue on your hair. All coming up today. I love mushrooms. Goddamn upright, standing 360 degrees in fucking vagina the guy, he's into dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. All right, Tim, back here with you on a Sunday night as promised, doing a weekend show for you all. It's going to be a short one, but I promise you, it's going to be gross, and you're going to love it. Ding. Hope you all are having a great weekend. I, I completely forgot it was uh, it's it's football weekend, you know, Super Bowl. I wouldn't have even bothered to do a makeup show uh, because no one's listening to podcasts today. Ah, you'll listen to it Monday morning. Fine. That's the great thing about Distorted View Daily. Its content is timeless. Squeezing beans out of cock holes never goes out of style, which is something I actually featured on the Friday Sideshow exclusive podcast. If you're not yet Sideshow members, I can't think of a better advertisement than to just tell you beans shooting out of dick holes there apparently is a lot of bean related porn on the internet and some of it is really weird i didn't just play one bean related porn video i played multiple it was a great time check it out superfreaksideshow.com hey speaking of the super bowl i've got one of the commercials that aired you know to buy airtime for a Super Bowl commercial is a multi-million dollar proposition. Then you got to go and actually produce the commercial, which which costs a lot of money as well. Well, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the uh, oat milk company, Oatly. They bought some ad time and they proceeded to have their CEO just sit in front of a piano and sing a song about oat milk. It's like milk made for you. an argument a lot of like vegans and vegetarians have and it's like cow's milk is for calves not for humans 
That's gross. And if you think about it, it is kind of gross. But still, think of all the other animal things we eat. I'm perfectly fine with drinking uh, cow's milk, but this is the uh, avenue the Oatly guy is taking. I can't tell if this guy is being honest and earnest while he's singing this song or if it's supposed to be funny because it's bad. He seems like a weird guy who would be like, this would be his line of thinking, right? Created this oat milk because, you know, he's like a vegan or whatever. That commercial just sort of popped up on my feed and I thought it was interesting. I haven't really watched uh, any other Super Bowl ads aside from uh, the Doritos 3D ad with a 2D Matthew McConaughey, which was both retarded, but I loved it because, you know. 3D Doritos was a thing from the late 90s or early 2000s, and I'm all about that. They're making a return. Vianetta Ice Cream is making a return. If we get Crystal Pepsi again this summer, I will be one just content, careless fairy. All right, uh, moving on. There is a subreddit called Ask Docs. The idea is if you've got something weird going on and you're too embarrassed to uh, see a doctor... And you want to know if it's serious or if this will go away on its own. That way you'll be able to avoid seeing a doctor altogether. Uh, you'd ask someone, like one of the doctors on the subreddit of Ask Docs. So I have an interesting post here. It's special. It's, you know, it's not like your standard, I've got a weird rash on my cock and it's bubbling up. Could I see someone about it? No, no, no. Those are a dime a dozen. This post is really top tier material and away we go two years ago or so i started having the itchiest fucking spot ever just below my tailbone at the top of my ass crack girl you need to wipe yourself better my theory is that he's uh, wiping up the ass crack and he's going up way too high leaving shit maybe the shit got caked into a little bit of uh, ass hair that's up there and then, and then it, it got irritated you know itchy then, you know, he started digging at it, scratching it, and it got, it got, got infected. And then it progressed from there. You got to be careful how far you slide that toilet paper up your ass. You shouldn't be spreading and smearing it all the way up. You know what I mean? Some people do that. Some people don't know how to wipe properly. All right. Anyway, so two years ago, I started having the itchiest fucking spot ever just below my tailbone at the top of my ass crack. It would itch so damn much for no reason. And I literally couldn't stop myself from itching it. I wasn't shoving my hands down my underwear every day either. I was itching it through the top of my jeans, which probably fucked me up real good by pushing the fabric of my underwear into my ass every day. It got so bad that I would wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and find myself scratching my ass. It was so fucking itchy and it would reduce me to tears sometimes. I'm so embarrassed by this and still to this day have not told a single person. Well... Around a year ago, whilst I was going for a shit at work, I could feel that feces was coming out of two holes. (laughs) What? (laughs) And the worst part, that's not the worst part? There's something worse about this. (laughs) The worst part isn't that he was shitting out of two holes. I didn't even know if this was the first time or if I just hadn't noticed it before. 
because I could only tell it was happening when I was wiping at two different spots. My whole ass is just fucked at this point. A year or so on from the first time I did the deed out of two holes, I never ever itched it anymore, but there's so much tenderness, bloating, and God knows how many piles down there from my actual asshole all the way up to asshole number two. Good God, there's enough pubic hair attached to my ass now to cure alopecia in Western Europe, which is honestly the most embarrassing part for me. I don't want anyone to see the absolute bomb site my entire ass is right now. Going for a shit is an absolute nightmare. I normally have to shower every time because even after the 10th wipe, that paper still ain't clean. Wiping two holes weirds me out so much. Although, to be fair, to asshole number two, a lot less comes out of that one. The mere thought of sitting down with anyone and having to tell them I've basically self-inflicted an accidental second asshole over the past year or so is completely and utterly impossible in my brain. I honestly think I'd rather die than have to sit in a room and tell my family and doctors that. I've googled the condition and I'm fairly sure it's uh, an anal fistula. Basically, I'm at risk of sepsis if I don't get this treated. I'd honestly rather get rushed to the emergency room for septic shock than have to tell someone about my asshole. So here you go, docs. What the fuck do I do? If you're wondering uh, what people are saying, uh, a lot of people said that it might be just a cyst, but that doesn't really account for the poop coming out of the hole. Doctors seem to think it is a fistula, and guess what? You're going to have to go to a real doctor or a surgeon to get that shit taken care of. It's so funny, though. Like, people in the comments are trying to be helpful. They're like, go to the doctor. Doctors have seen worse, which is true, you know, 99 out of 100 times. But there's got to be a worse thing the doctor has ever seen for that to be compared to, right? So this might be the worst thing a doctor has ever seen. A second fucking asshole? What's worse than that? And this is at the top of his ass crack, which is a fair distance from the actual hole. Dude, dude has some fucked up plumbing. All right, moving on. Someone in the Discord, I'm sorry, I do not have your name to give you credit. Uh, they provided a link to Dr. Sparky. Dr. Sparky produces a line of pornography. You're really tying me down, Dr. Sparky. I don't want you falling off the table like the last one. Christ, you have no idea how expensive malpractice insurance has gotten. It's, 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 it's crazy. Yes, Dr. Sparky, who I'm sure has lost his license at some point, uh, ties up all of his patients for safety and light bondage reasons, but there's much more to Dr. Sparky. Yes, true to his name, Dr. Sparky zaps the shit out of these bitches, all while sucking their titties. Full versions of this porn can be found at electricityplay.com. Touch that pussy. Yeah, right. So fucking hot. It's time to get this ass wired right up. So up to this point, he's been using some sort of taser or electric wand. Now he's a, he's attaching pads and wires to this girl's butt. Bounce to the ounce. Just squeezing a beat the band. <laughs> He's also blowing into a speculum that has been inserted into her butthole. I just can't quite carry a tune with this one. 
Uh, that's even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. It brings that monthly price down to like $5 and some odd cents a month. When you sign up, you get full access to the entire archive of programs. We've been at this daily show since December 2004, so you do the math. Every week we do uh, new exclusive shows as well, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. This week was a little bit different, but uh, next week should be back on track. Exclusive shows on Tuesday and Thursday. If you don't want to miss a thing, sign up right now. Superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the program. We've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. A lot of you are familiar with Patreon and how that works. You can pledge as little as a dollar. Every little bit helps. Occasionally, I will do personal podcasts. I did one of those a couple weeks ago. I've been uh, posting my experimentations with uh, animation uh, over there, and I should have some uh, new updates this week as well. So check it out, patreon.com slash distorted view. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, a 60-year-old man in Russia died on a live stream after consuming one and a half liters of vodka. Something must have been wrong with him. He's Russian, and he can't handle a liter and a half of vodka. He must have had some underlying conditions there because that's nothing for Russians. Authorities are conducting an autopsy to confirm Yuri Dushekin's cause of death. Dushekin, who was nicknamed Grandpa in streams, was found dead in the city of uh, Smolensk on Thursday. Viewers of the YouTube live stream reportedly donated money to encourage the man to drink more. What a great way for an alcoholic to continue his hobby. You've got people paying you to drink. You've got fans, right, that are encouraging you to drink more. And that's really what alcoholics want. Enablers and free booze. Well, this is all part of a continuing trend among Russian streamers called thrash streaming. I've never heard that term before, but apparently streamers earn money for engaging in violent or dangerous acts, particularly acts inflicting harm on other people. Russia is awesome. It's just like lawless criminal insanity over there. The live stream continued as Dushekin laid on the ground before he was found dead, according to a translated version of an article published by Lenta, a Russian outlet. It was live streamed by another man who has more than 25,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. The Russian name of the channel loosely translates to First Step on YouTube. YouTuber, who reportedly goes by the name of Zeka, did not respond to a request for comment. A YouTube spokesperson did not immediately respond uh, for a comment either. In other videos on the channel, the man frequently offered money to homeless people. Well, that's nice. In exchange for their engaging in activities like drinking vodka or hot sauce on the air. That kind of reminds me of something else uh, someone posted in our Discord. Tyler Soros Rex, actually. He posted a link to an episode of Tweaker Hunters. It's kind of like those pedo hunter videos that we've been featuring, except in this version, guys just uh, drive around in their car in the middle of the night and film meth addicts tweaking the fuck out. The reason why I didn't feature it on the show is because the people doing the hunting, the, the tweaker hunters, they're super annoying. It's like a car full of like teenagers or something. I don't know. 20 year olds. They find a tweaker, they start engaging with him, right? So the tweaker's talking, and then all the guys in the car are having their own conversations in the the background. 
And the guy talking to the tweakers annoying. Just like, let the meth addict speak. That's the funny part. Here's one. Hey. Uh, uh, that's how they greet a lot of the tweakers. Hey. Okay, cracker tweak. Shit, I got this crowbar right here. What are you getting for it, huh? What? What's up, man? I got a crowbar here. Check it out. Oh, wow. That's a nice crowbar. Okay, it's for okay. sale? Yeah, it's for sale, though. Wow. Where did you guys come from? You guys cops or what? No, no. We ain't. We're the tweaker hunters. Oh, tweaker hunters. Tweaker hunters. So you're selling a crowbar right now at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Is it 2.30? It's oh, no, you checked your watch? Okay. Check your watch. What time? He keeps checking his wrist, but there's no there's no watch on his wrist. What was it? Uh, yeah, it's about... I don't even know. You said... What do you got? Nobody wants your crowbar, tweaker. God damn it, bro. Hey. Hey, is he smoking crack or tweak? Crack or tweak? Are you speaking Martian? Like, just shut up. I want to hear the tweaker. And, it, you know, he's mumbling and he's saying weird shit. Are you from Mars? What the fuck? No, I'm good, bro. <laughs> yeah? What are you about to do? Dude, tonight, bro. Okay, large me a few bucks and put on I'm about to beam up? Is that Big Samuda? Hop in, we're about to beam up. You want to smoke rack with us? No, I don't smoke I don't Tweak? No, I don't play for this. Man, come on, bro. Speed? Speed? Yeah. They're good crank. I have a track in the street, though. The reason why this reminds me of the Russian trend of thrashing, I think the, the tweaker hunters give these guys a little bit of money to appear or something. I don't know. Here's another tweaker. She was spraying herself down with some sort of aerosol. It was really weird. Like she was really going to town. I don't know if it was like flea spray or Febreze. Give me your tweaker logic. Let me hear it. The cheat and surreal life sentences of every which way in that of sources that cannot be pinned down by perceivable contacts of anything that you can stare at besides the guiding light. What would you really perceive in the things that you're destined to do besides the One of them new age tweakers. She has got so many sores on her mouth. And you can sort of hear in the background. See what I was talking about? There's a bunch of other people having conversations. It's really annoying. Those tweaker hunters. I mean, there's there's potential there. They just got to get their fucking shit together. Back to the story here. Thrash streaming, or sometimes translated as trash streaming, has become increasingly popular in the country. In December, a Russian streamer's girlfriend died after he left her outside in the cold weather wearing nothing but her underwear. The streamer, Stas Reflay, or something, had his YouTube channel taken down by the platform at the time. This kind of graphic content is not acceptable on YouTube, the platform spokesman said. Russian Senator Alexei Pushkov uh, condemned the practice in a tweet on Friday. He said a homeless man died during a thrash stream session. He was bullied, he was beaten, and the internet scum paid money to a blogger for these spectacles, he said. Is it necessary to explain to someone else the need to legally ban thrash streams and their eradication as a phenomenon? It is obvious to us. In a subsequent tweet, he said that a uh, working group within Russia's Federation Council, the upper house of the country's legislative body, would meet on February 11th to prepare a law making thrash streaming illegal. While most thrash streamers use Twitch and other live streaming platforms, their stunts are later uploaded to YouTube. 
oh, I hope this is one of those trends that come to the United States. You know how like mukbanging started in Korea or something and then found its way to, to the U.S.? Maybe thrash streaming will become popular here. Popular Russian thrash streamers have amassed hundreds of thousands of subscribers on YouTube, though the platform has blocked some channels for violating their guidelines. So there you go. That's what's happening in Russia. Second story we have for you today. You can now be turned into mulch when you die. For almost a decade, Katrina Spade has been developing a new way to deal with dead bodies. In 2011, as a graduate student in architecture, Spade began questioning what would become of her corpse after death. Unsatisfied with the... like, What a weird thing for like a 20-year-old girl to be worried about. She'd be out partying and fucking, man. Not worrying about death. You'll have plenty of time to worry about that. Those dark thoughts start consuming you at around the age of 40. Well, she was unsatisfied with all the options out there and what to do with her body once she dies. Bury it, cremate it. So she spent years refining her own solution. Natural organic reduction. This December, after years of feasibility studies and fundraising and legislative efforts, Spade's company, Recompose, started turning its first customers into compost. Recompose's operation outside of Seattle currently accommodates 10 bodies. The plan was initially for the facility to have capacity for 10 times more, but COVID-19 put a temporary damper on those ambitions. Which is a shame because like more people are dying because of COVID-19. Business should be booming for her. Fuck these regulations. I assume it's a problem with regulations, right? What does that mean? That that her company can accommodate 10 bodies? Like, total? Or 10 at a time? And how long does it take to decompose a body? Let's read on. Ecological death care is more important than ever, says Anna Swenson, customer and communication manager for Recompose. We felt the responsibility of making this available. Recompose's process centers around the vessels a stack of gleaming white hexagonal steel tubes. Ooh, how very Logan's run. You know what I mean? Like 70s sci-fi. That really was an important shape. If you if you go back and you watch some like 1970s sci-fi TV shows or movies, the future was in hexagons. The shape of tomorrow! Just like how Dippin' Dots was the ice cream of the future, kind of, in a different way. You know what I'm talking about. No? Well, then, fuck you. All right. Uh, So uh, when someone dies, staff places the body as well as wood chips, straws, and alfalfa into the container, which provides the optimal amount of heat, water, carbon, nitrogen, and oxygen for decomposition. Over the next 30 days, naturally occurring microbes and a few turnings with a tool similar to a dough hook, all right, break the body down. The resulting soil, about one cubic yard's worth, dries for two weeks to a month before it's distributed to families or donated to an ecological restoration project. I mean, I would totally do this, honestly. It's not much different than being buried in the ground. It just sort of speeds up the process of your decomposing, right? And and it turns you into soil. For many prospective customers, the appeal of Recompose is environmental. Every body that is composted instead of buried conventionally or cremated saves one metric ton of carbon dioxide emissions. Cremation might seem like a mess and a waste. The nutritive uh, nutritive potential of the body is literally set on fire. 
By contrast, said Philip Olson, a technology ethicist who studies death, uh, Recompose's method seems clean and useful. Putting a body through this process makes it compost, which is this nutrient-giving, life-sustaining thing. The circle of life, baby! You turn into soil, and then plants grow, and fruits and vegetables, and in a generation or two, you could be sinking your teeth into me! Bite into a Timmy Boo apple. I'm fruity. Finally, before we get out of here today, you may have heard about the Gorilla Glue lady. She was trending on Twitter recently. I don't know how how she made this mistake. I don't even think it was a mistake. I think she knew what she was doing. She's just a complete idiot. I mean, both of the cans said uh, glue on it and spray. So it's got to be the same thing, right? One was a hair product, though, called uh, Got To Be Glue, or whatever, right? You've heard of that. Uh, The other was Gorilla Glue. Uh, TikTok maven Tessica Brown was fresh out of her uh, Got To Be Glued freeze spray. What harm could it do, she thought, to spritz a bit of Gorilla Glue spray onto her head to tamp down her hair for her signature smooth look, out of which a sleek ponytail flowed. Well, after tea tree oil treatments, coconut oil treatments, and 15 hair washes, Ms. Brown's hair is still glued to her goddamn head. My hair has been like this for about a month now, Brown said on TikTok and Instagram. You know what? Rather than me uh, quote her, let me just play the video. Hey, y'all. For those of y'all that know me know, my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not my choice. It's very shiny. It doesn't look bad. No, it's not my choice. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with a little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. She improvised with some Gorilla Glue. Gorilla Glue spray. Heavy duty. Bad, bad, bad idea. Yo, look. My hair, it don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. It is shellacked to her scalp. I've washed my hair 15 times, and it don't move. Stiff wear. Woo! My hair. So I'm going to tell y'all like this. If you ever... Like, what's going to happen? You know, what? the hair is supposed to continue growing, but it's all glued down. Like, what, what's gonna happen to her and her scalp and head? Is she gonna go bald? Ever run out of got to be glue spray? Don't ever, ever use this. Yeah, Unless- don't ever use Gorilla Glue. I feel like most people know this, but she sure wants your head to be like that? Apparently not, because it happened to her. Her posts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, doubling, really, as PSAs and calls for help, have gone viral, drawing more than a million views and tens of thousands of comments the company uh, recommended that she try like nail polish remover. That might help loosen things up. Uh, the makers of Gorilla Glue weighed in, noting that if Brown's hair had been like that for a month, the roots might be fractured. So then I guess when when everything becomes loose, you know, if, if you do use the nail polish, your hair will just fall right out. Bald, like I, like I thought, right? On Saturday, Brown posted a photo of the outside of a hospital and then one from inside of herself being seen by a medical technician. Then on Sunday, a photo of sterile saline next to a pile of nail polish remover pads and the caption, 
This is really going to be a long process, followed by four prayer emojis. She's promised to furnish updates on her YouTube channel and has posted one already of her sister working on her head. But as y'all can see, I'm sorry. As y'all can see, the cotton kind of got stuck. But <laughs> stuff, other stuff is getting stuck in her hair now. We're going to try to use this like they said. And I'm going to try to, you know, for it to not burn so much. That's why we got the water soaking. So after I Lord. wipe it with these. What a mess. Again, the, the girl doing the talking right now is uh, her, her sister. And uh, the woman's head is uh, still matted down and, and tightly glued. She appears to be very uncomfortable. Good. It's burning. Yeah, she's like covering her face and tapping her leg. She's uncomfortable. Oh, I'm going to have to subscribe to her channel for updates. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Sunday. Let's do a couple real quick voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, love to hear from you freaks. Many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Yada, 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 yada. Jimmy Boo, what it do? Rob from Texas here, still trying to catch up on shows. Uh, it is December 3rd, and I'm on the May 19th show. And I think it was like the May, maybe the May 19, 18, 17 show, whatever. Uh, you're talking about how you describe your new mixer in, and people are saying that there's no difference. There is a difference, actually. Your voice sounds um, less shrill, less faggy, um, <laughs> which is nice because I listen to it in my uh, work truck that actually has that for minutes, so the, the shrillness really was pretty Thank loud. You. So I'm actually able to listen to you at a slightly higher volume and your, your uh, what's it called, the volume, like, balance or whatever. Um, your level, there you go. Levels are good, and I also sound less faggy, uh, which is a setting on this mixer, which is nice. Um, hey, Timmy Boots. Switch, switch off the, uh, the, the, the fag filter. Hey, Timmy Boots, Dominay. Um, thanks for helping me out with all the level you cat lady secret science and stuff. That's great. Uh, I hope I get someone really good. Are you in, uh, interested in that as well? Because you should, I think everyone that gets under that should just send you something anyway. Exactly. No, I wasn't a part of Secret Santa. Crazy. I'm not saying it's stuff that you would actually use useful or, or that you would want, but something, no. you know. And then I was like, Although I wasn't a part of uh, Secret Santa this year, I still got a clone of dick from one of my listeners, which was nice. Your, uh, like a nice stab to the vagina show, and you're like, oh, sorry, I'm not in the Euro trash. That hurts, Tim. It really, really hurts. I'm sorry. Man. I don't even know what that is. I'll, I'll show you. you. Oh, my God. So gay. <laughs> Thank you very much, Davide, checking in from, I think, Texas. Jimmy Boo, what a do, Rob from Texas here. I get, no, you, you've called in enough. Move on. I don't need to hear like that. Now I'm on the June 1st show. I don't remember. It's too far away. Too, too long ago. Hey, Jimmy Boo. Sideshow member Stan Swizzle here. Uh, I haven't go. called in on, in a while. I've just been catching up on past episodes. Um, but this call is not really for you. It's more for uh, for Vlad. Okay. Um, Vlad, you're fucking murdering it on the uh, the phone sex bait line with your female voice. It is so insane how much you sound like a girl and how all these guys fall for it. Uh, it's amazing, man. Um, the old man that wanted you to cut your hair, 
Uh, dude, I was dying when you faked the whole jumping out the window thing, and it just went quiet. I mean, I was in tears. Uh, I pictured this old fuck trying to figure out how the phone number's going to get traced back to him, and he's going to get called from authorities about some fucking dead girl. It was messed up, <laughs> dark, and hilarious. Uh, you're that. killing it with it. Don't stop. I could listen to hours of it, man. Uh, it's it's hilarious. I want to encourage Vlad to do more of these calls. My wife couldn't believe me that it was that it was a guy. I know. Uh, your voice is that good. Uh, don't ever. Oh, I'm so jealous of his voice. Uh, it's brought a whole new life to the voicemail segment. Now I actually can't wait for the voicemails at the end of the show. So uh, keep up the good. hear the further adventures of Vlad as a woman. Uh, let's do one more call here. Oh, hey, it's me, Boots. Me, Skelton. <laughs> I wanted to call you <laughs> to wish you a very happy and blessed Merry Christmas. Your, your voice, your meat is good, but it's a little too high. He's a, he's a little more down here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing I do want to say is um, I, I only send it to your uh, Christian white Aryan uh, listeners, as it were. I'm not sending a message out to the Jews. Not- you sound like Tranny Mead, who's also drunk. <laughs> not that I'm racist or anything. That's just a buzzword that the liberals use. But I want to... Uh, you know, for a homosexual, you're, you're not really that bad. Uh, <laughs> that is something that Mead once said to me. I think we talked to him briefly on the phone or something, and then uh, I thanked him for coming on the show, and, and he was like, yeah, as far as homosexuals go, you're not that bad. Uh, all right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 20666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. I drool a lot when I breastfeed. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize these programs. And I will see you back tomorrow to start a new week of shows. Until then, have a great day. Bye, This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.